Well, that's why someone the other day was like talking about athleticism. Mm-hmm. And it was like, no, I can do a soul cycle class and a Pilates class, but I'm not athletic. An athletic person is someone who can kick stamina. something. You have stamina. You're fit. Yeah. You're fit. Fit and athletic. Are, are you such coordinating? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Completely not coordinating. I'm what would they, would, they would call spunky. Because <laughs> they nothing. go in the sports industry as spunky. A spunky. Gotta bring, it, bring it some energy because, to the game. Yeah, brings energy, maybe a bit too aggressive. Never showed any athletic. Yeah, so, so Jesse's gonna promise you she's gonna foul out. For sure. <laughs> That's how I, I get out of running, is I foul out. She'll foul Could out. Could you play something like this? is gonna be offensive, and I, but I mean it. Okay. Could you play something like softball? Because. It's offensive because I. Eat the puss. <laughs> Hi, Nico. What's up, Con? Not much. I love you. I love you. No homo. Mm, a little bit of homo for me. Just a little bit. Just a smidge. From two guys who are never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you into ours. Welcome to Boys Club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things. Like their clubs. And the things we were a part of. Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels. Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys. Grab a bagel. Grab the boys. <laughs> I was like, what do boys eat? <laughs> hey, Con. How's it going? It's good. It's 60 degrees today. Yeah, we always start by talking about the weather. I know, we really do, but that's because we're in a turbulent time with weather where it yes. will make or break my mood. I oh, walked around in a tank and, oh my god, there's a potato on your table. Ew. Whose is it? And then you just <laughs> ate it. You're lucky because I just <laughs> Lysoled the table. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Because the neighbor's dog was here. Um, Yes, but it's, I feel like the, the weather will make or break my mood for the next two months, probably. The rest of our lives. Well, yes, but I mean, Especially. in the immediate. And then yes. it's going to be hot for a long time, and thank God for that. Con, did you see any boys clubs this week? Okay, mine is really broad, and my boys club is everyone who doesn't... Okay, it's two types of people. One is the people at the gym who check their phones in front of their lockers in a crowded room, and it's like people are trying to get to their lockers right now, and you're checking your phone, standing in the way. And then also people that walk up the steps out of the subway on their phones as if they have nowhere to be. And it's like whatever luxury you have mm-hmm. that you don't have anywhere to be and are checking your phone as you like lally galley daisy up, maybe up the steps, that's a boys club. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so we've got two, two to unpack here. I get um, unbelievably enraged internally at people who have poor subway etiquette. Yeah. At one point last night, you told someone that the G is running all night. And I was like... It is. Of course. Don't all the trains run all night? The G is on her own I've never been subjected to a train that doesn't run all night. The G believes in astrology. You know what I'm saying? She kind of does her own thing. (laughs) She doesn't, yeah. She wears an open-toed shoe. (laughs) That you should not rely on. No, but I have to. It's true. Because you famously live live off of the G stuff. We won't say which one. There are 15. It could be any of them. I work off of it, too. Mm -hmm. If any of the boys are trying to find me. Catch me on the G train, but anyway, um, and then for the what was your the lockers? Yeah, I don't I don't yeah. go. I am I afraid the of the gym the locker room because I'm a little baby boy, so I use the outdoor ones. I like the at Blink they have the ones that are just like like a little locker. You don't go to the locker room. You just the stash and go. The locker room is very. I've never showered at the gym. Oh, when I moved to New York, I didn't have shampoo. I showered at the gym all the time. Oh, that's smart. I would. I mean, they have Kiehl's products. So it would be, Ooh. yeah. So it's because Connor's go. an Equinox boy. Constantly. For those of us, Blink has um, dish soap, I think. 
<laughs> Honestly, if it gets the job done, it gets the job done. Yeah, we went to, oh, when I was in college, I think it was University of Miami. We were playing at University of Miami, and they had this, like, neon green soap that was, like, all-purpose, five-in-one soap that you were I supposed to use in the, like, out, uh, in the, um athletic center shower that we showered in and it was like i was like i think this is radioactive like Wait, i think we're all gonna just like turn into the hall right now put it on your hair and then on your body that was all they had it was just like put this soap on you everywhere so i imagine that's, that's what they have a blink too the gym one is the worst at i talked about soul cycle last time so i don't want to make this a soul cycle podcast because those exist yeah but it is worth it. Sounds like they check their phones in front of their little lockers, as if they, as if sixty people didn't just exit a spin studio and walk to the lockers, and then you open yours and mm-hmm. stand in front of it. I'm like, mm-hmm. this person has too much time. Yesterday, I rode next to a man. Okay. And at one point, the instructor said, "Everyone," and it was and my one side was empty, the other side had a man, and I think he was straight. I think he ate puss. And <laughs> at one time, the instructor said, "Dead ass." Everyone turn to your neighbor and say, you're too hot to be gaslit. And I saw him look at me out of the corner of his eye. He looked back center and I was like, I don't think we're doing this. Oh, wow. I don't think we're going to yell you're at You're too hot that. to be gaslit. Soul Cycle is a cult. It is a cult. Wait, that's insane. You're too hot to be gaslit. Thank you. So are you, Connor. Thank you. And sometimes they say things where you're like, I didn't need to hear that. That's one where I was like, I didn't, oh, yeah. I didn't need to hear that. No. And there were 60 people in that room. Wow. And I was like, were they all too hot to be gaslit? Maybe class. he was anxious because he's like, mm, I'm a gaslighter. I think that was, I, and he probably was. Yeah. The heterosexual man. Who heterosexual man who goes to Soul Cycle and did a good job. Gaslights. He did good. Like he I'm was sure like he good at the class. Good yeah. for him. Um, You're too hot to be gaslit. I'm too hot to be gaslit. Not right now though, and this is brings me into my boys' club. Okay. <sighs> People with perfect teeth. Okay? Oh no, I'm sensitive now. Because here's what's going on. You just watch me. My teeth. I have a nice. No, I have a nice smile, okay? You do. For sure. If you're far away. My mouth is basically held together by scotch tape. Wait, did you have braces? Yes, and they didn't do a great job. I was born with too few teeth, okay? What? Didn't ever have... The ones that are right next to your front teeth never came in for me. Those are like really important teeth. The incisor teeth. Don't have them. Why? So I have... Just see this? My sharp ones, my canines, are right next to the front, Okay. So that's the thing. I have no wisdom teeth. Zero. Didn't come in. I know. Do your parents have teeth? Everyone in my family has the gosh damn nicest smile you've ever seen. And I'm stuck over here with these janky ass teeth. Your sister's really hot. My siblings are beautiful and they have the nicest teeth. Okay. They all have braces, but like they turned out very nice. Wait, that has so many questions. Okay, so well here's the thing. So I had braces. I, okay, don't wear my retainer. That's on me. But I have a permanent retainer behind my two front teeth that As keep those bad should. boys locked in. And when I was a kid, I had a big gap in my teeth, and then my braces brought them together, and I have their permanent retainer behind the two front. The other day, I was eating a bagel, of all things, oh. and it got dislodged. I knew you and now, as you might be able to see, wait, the tiniest little gap is starting. Okay? Wait, to my left. Right here. No, this one's already there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I've identified in that. Wait. No, no, this is already there. Wait, I don't think that that's going to... Wait. But I think it's going to get worse. And so now I'm at, uh, I have to figure out if we have enough insurance money left on the orthodontist insurance to get this bad boy re-lodged. And so that has been I throwing like me into an absolute spiral. You have a medical insurance issue every day. Yeah. Constantly. I'm a sensitive body. Yeah. They don't make them like this often. Yeah. <laughs> 
Wait, that is... Was it a poppy I got to tinker a lot to keep this as is, okay? What kind of bagel was Regular it? Regular maintenance. Oh, um, my go-to order is a pumpernickel bagel with plain cream cheese, not toasted. I was going to say that I could see the mm-hmm. sesame seed. Don't toast the bagel. Anybody that toasts a bagel is silly. Why do you want your cream cheese to be melty? You want it cold, baby. Anyway, so that's kind of what's going on with me. And every Never time I see... Okay, this is cracked our Wait, I'm stressed out for you because that kind of thing really... Like, I often dream that my teeth are gone. So bad. And then I grind my teeth. Actually, teeth are so sensitive. It's like, if I brush you every day, just be nice, you know? Yeah. Play nice. I have multiple times looked up. I do love financing things. That's how I have a Peloton. And also, my bed was financed. I, a lot of things are financed. But I, I love paying monthly. A yeah. little bit every month for your whole life. I think that's good. Yeah. And then... But I've, like, looked into financing adult braces. And it's not that bad. Wait, would you wear braces? Uh, do you think I'm a fucking insane person? Okay, no. would you get Invisalign? I would get some that. I don't think you need Invisalign. it. Yours looks beautiful. No, but I want it to be absolutely. I want it to be shocking and perfect. Shock. I don't like that they're like not the same length here. Oh, that's the other thing. My two front teeth are different lengths. Really bothers me. And I have a cap on one of them. So if I got hit in the because I got it chipped. So if I got like hit in the face or something, it probably would come out. I'm telling you, my teeth are hanging by a thread. And I was talking to my mom about it yesterday because I was, like, asking her if we have, like, health insurance for this and or dental insurance. And she was like, I think that we took some bad dental advice with you as a child. And then <laughs> felt so guilty about it. I was like, Mom, this is genetics. It's, not, it's okay. Like, I just got these teeth. That's not your fault. Yeah. I was, it's not your fault I was born with too few teeth. You know? It's not her but fault. But I think that they, like, the orthodontist that we had... It was a little strange, and he was like, yeah, we'll just grind them down and make these ones look... I should have gotten implants. I should have gotten new two fake teeth, you know? Everyone should have got... Like, if I could get teeth implants tomorrow, I would. If I could get a fresh set, would do it. Absolutely. You can do that? Dentures? Okay. Our guest thinks we can do that. And now is as good a time as ever to bring her in. Our guest today, boys... Give a please a warm welcome. Our guest today is one of our very best friends. She is a very talented stand-up comedian and writer based here in New York City. Um, you'll catch her all around town and in my couch on my couch right now. Uh, boys, please welcome Jesse Ballard. It was so hard not to talk. <laughs> I was like verbally cueing like everything I wanted to say. No, but you can file your teeth down to pointy little nubs and get full veneers. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and then I take them out. And actually, my ex girlfriend had one. Yeah, I don't know. They could maybe like glue them in. What do they cost? Give oh, me I'm number. sure a lot of money. Wait, I have like a. I'm just that just unlocked a memory for me. My first girlfriend, uh, and the girl I dated in college, she had like this teeny tiny tooth, and then like a a, a fake one over it, and she would take it off sometimes and show me a little tooth. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, whoa. My orientation <laughs> yeah. leader Kiki Shea did that. <laughs> now she's married, so it does get better. Good. Yeah. Thank God. It has to be like, give me ten thousand dollars. I'm sure. I, I got a fake teeth because you got. It's got to be something that's durable because you eat with your teeth. Ugh. That's the you thing. You need them teeth. for all the time. You vomit with your teeth. Yeah. I guess you speak. Well, they're in there with them sometimes. <laughs> I vomit with my teeth. My teeth are things that are vomiting. Blech. Okay. The first question is, what's one you were not a part of? Okay, so I have one, but because I wasn't able to talk about the discourse of Miss G, which. I have so much to say. Oh, about the G train. Yes. I think the G train is a boys club that none of us are a part of. 
Yeah, no, she, she's on her. She's, she's her, her own boys' she's club. She's her own boys' club, and she we're we're on there, but she's like, you're not part of. This. No, you're not part of the G. <laughs> Wait, boys do club. not even you feel connected to the G? No, you no. live atop the G. I no know is I do. To the G, she is her own beast, and she does not <laughs> run all night. I really do hate the because I team. have myself and dear friends of mine been G-less at night. <laughs> yes. Being like, I cannot get home. The juice not running. She'll strand. Sure. She'll make you go to New York. She'll make you go to Manhattan just <laughs> to get back. She'll make you go to She will make you go to Manhattan just to get back to Brooklyn. Wait, I have a huge urban planning complaint. I don't understand sure. how. Like that train should run. Like there are trains it's that the hit only the cross town Brooklyn train. Totally. Like there are trains that like you don't need the N Q R W whatever. Those don't all need to happen at the same time. No. The G is the only one that has all of these stuff. They don't understand. Like that. Why is she to shorter it. too? She's the shortest train. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that's a boys club I'm not a part of. But my my main boys club that I've never been a part of is tailgating. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tailgating. Wow. Never Say tailgated more. in my youth. Never tailgated at college. Uh, yes. For the boys out there, I went to art school, which is a way to pay a lot of money to take recreational drugs yeah. on weekends. <laughs> <In> <laughs> or the weekdays. Georgia, whatever baby. you, whatever you're. Yeah. Wait, so you must have tailgated in the South. No. You never... I, I mean, did Wake have your tailgates? Because you guys had sports. We yes. Scad, like, didn't have... We had an equestrian team. Okay. And I did propose that we tailgate the equestrian match, but... Supportive. You had to... Sounds like you. Thank you. Very nice. You had to dress up to go to the equestrian matches, and I was like... Yeah, no, it's very fancy. And you have to cross the bridge because there are facilities on the other side of the bridge. Yeah, you had to go to South Carolina. And yeah. I was like, to drink? No. Yeah. <laughs> I can drink. Wait, I have like a lot of there. <laughs> pictures of me tailgating that are like, honestly, very hot in college. Like, I we believe would it. get like, kind of like, dressed up. I'd wear like cowboy boots and corduroys. That's the thing in the South. It's wow. like you you dress up for the football games and the tailgates. It's not like you you don't wear like your college t shirt or like a jersey. You dress up in what way? Like like the flannel. women wear like but like a plaid. I'm gonna show flannel you. Flannel is not dressing. No, no, like guys will wear like like a like a button down shirt and like what? and like khakis or they'll wear like a vest or something and then not to people who wear dresses would wear dresses. Okay, and, you yeah. know what I mean? So like yeah. Um, yeah, it's um, it's is definitely... the food good? That's what I always felt like I was missing out on tailgate. Food. I think it depends. Okay, so I have been to one tailgate before, and it was homecoming of my like when I went back right after I graduated from homecoming. I went oh, and cool. we did like a tailgate thing. Yeah, I think it depends who you're with. I think if you're with people that cook good food, then hell yeah. But okay. otherwise, well, so I never got to tailgate when I was in college because soccer season's the same as football season, so we like couldn't go to a lot of the football games. But... It seems like an excuse to day drink, which I learned in college isn't always my favorite thing. St. Patrick's Day in Savannah huge, for the boys huge. is huge, and it's like a, it's like a two weekend event essentially, and like yeah, yeah, literally like the day of the parade, like I went to Darty's that started. Okay, whoa, boys! Connor's just shown me a photo of him tailgating in, in front of a porta potty, a vest that needs to come back. Wait, let me see it. Mm, <laughs> would you? Is that like kind of hot? Look at does my hair look thicker? Connor, thick it's. <laughs> This Instagram is like so puts me back to 2014. Yeah, you like, can wow. look at the filter. Are there the two filter, filters on there? You can <laughs> hardly, you can hardly <laughs> even see him, but your neck and your jawline look great. Wait, no, don't tell me that. Why? Because <laughs> it's over. No. Way. What do you, you look mean? So hot right now. You look so hot right now. You're the no. Boys. I'm objectively hotter Connor now. Connor looks hot. He, your scruff right now, I'm loving. Thank you. Love Every it. time I see you, I've been here, like, okay. No, oh, I'm not going to catch that. Since Thank your you. haircut. <laughs> and the boys, he did not. He and he didn't. 
It was a great toss, too. But anyway. Um. When someone... <laughs> I just said this to someone. When someone tosses me something, I see people put their hands up. I'm preparing to dot. Like, I'm being... You're not tossing Same. it to me. You're throwing something at my me. My shoulder is the first. I'm like, oh! I'm, I catch everything with my yeah. shoulder. Something. Don't hit me. In okay, grade school, middle school, did you have, like, always male teachers be like... In this classroom, uh, where it's interactive, and every time I call on you, I'm gonna throw you a ball, and you're gonna have to catch it, and then you get to talk. Yeah, no. that was my worst nightmare. Well, I bet, the, I bet for all boys, school they like could reading aloud in school. I'm sorry, that must have been a nightmare. It was a, it was a nightmare. It was such a nightmare. You're already gay. You know you're already I mean? gay. You're and closeted, and now people are throwing balls at you, and all the other boys can catch. And you all the other boys can catch. Absolutely, I would thrive in that environment. I love to catch. In sixth grade, one time we were reading the Bible, and good hands. It's so bad. I, I, I can't get a single thing. Well, that's why someone the other day was like talking about athleticism. Mm-hmm. And it was like, no, I can do a soul cycle class and a Pilates class, but I'm not athletic. An athletic person is someone who can you kick stamina. something. You have stamina. You're fit. Yeah. You're fit. Fit and athletic are, are you such coordinating? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Completely not coordinating. I'm what would they, would, they would call spunky. Because <laughs> they call the sports industry as spunky. spunky kind of bring it, bring it some energy because, to the game. Yeah, brings <laughs> energy. Maybe a bit too aggressive. Never showed any athletic. Yeah, prowess. so so Jessie's gonna promise you she's gonna foul out for sure. <laughs> That's how I, I get out of running is I foul out. She'll foul Could out. Could you play something like this? Is gonna be offensive, and I but I mean it. Okay. Could you play something like softball? Because it's offensive because I. Eat the puss. <laughs> <laughs> that is why. <laughs> I actually never played softball. I played t ball and I got yelled at for singing in the outfield. <laughs> I was like facing oh, away. I feel like you would have liked softball because they love to do chants. And I feel like you would have oh, loved the energy I, of the of the uh, yeah. I played chants. basketball, which is pretty gay. Softball yeah. is just like little bursts of energy. Too. Like you just have to run now. But I one can't base. I have terrible aim. I can't hit and I can't catch, so I would have been. That's why I was singing in the outfield. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I was always bad at baseball and softball too. I played a little bit when I was a kid, yeah. but I was bad. I was not good at those sports. My it's favorite so, thing about sports softball are so weird. Was that my mom would braid my hair the night before, so that my hair was oh, curly. Oh, you would have loved that too. Yeah. Yes, so I, I can. Looked great. I can see those old pictures of you with like long hair, like you in a in a softball visor. I can picture I it so clearly. Well, I had a really good friend in high school that played softball, and every time I was like, so is everyone gay? And she was like, no. And since graduating high school, every single person on that softball team has come out as gay. <laughs> that is my high But school. I didn't do any sports in high school, which is a boys club I You didn't have to? No, no, no. I was doing theater. Yeah. You didn't was... have to do a sport? No. I feel like they just have to I did summer gym. My and activity, year, I so feel. Okay, we had to no, do a sport. No, show choir. Oh god! Counted as a sport. Yes, show choir counted as a sport. Well, I when you showed me that video, I was like, gym. "Y'all are like, you're getting after it up there." Yeah. Yeah. No, I was so skinny when I got <laughs> Y'all are getting after it. Getting after it. <laughs> Some of them are kind of sad. Okay, so Valentine's Day was recently for the boys, mm-hmm. um, and I've never had a Valentine. That's a boys' club I've never been a part of. I think that Jesse. Okay. I know you were my Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's not that I've never felt love on Valentine's Day. I feel very loved and yeah. very fulfilled. But I have never been in a relationship over Valentine's Day. Okay. But I'm a lot of people's third wheel. Like you... I love you too, but I, you're not my only one. <laughs> one time. You're not my only clients, I'm babe. Wheeling around this whole. St- <laughs> I'm New York's favorite third wheel. John and Julia. <laughs> oh my God. Do you know how many times we've gotten lunch together? The night that really? Not that often. Oh, <laughs> like they both have day jobs. I know. They're not. Getting, I am pulling them out to be like. They're not I am getting lunch. Yeah. 
the night that my boyfriend and I actually, had our, I you were in your boyfriend's yeah, third week. Our biggest fight we've ever had. It's we about were, me. No, but we oh. were standing there, and then you walk up and you say, "I saw this," and I was like, "What does this need? Me." <laughs> <laughs> and it often does. I love it. And it yeah. is what we needed. So not having a Valentine tailgating. Straight sex. I've never had sex with a man, so I'm not in that boys club. Whoa. And I think about it a lot. And I, my thing is, is like, I don't want to just find a man on the street and be like, let's put it in there. But like... Well, that's how I ended up eating a girl out. Is really? because she said I want to lose my virginity to someone who cares about me. Which yeah. I feel like I've, I'm the victim in that story. No, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I live every day approaching victimhood. <laughs> well, for me, like... If I were ever to be attracted to a man, and I have been before, which was a fucking ordeal, because I was literally in college and I realized I had a crush on a man, and I was like, oh my god, all my material is gone. Because <laughs> I was doing stand up in college and I was like, I am the gay one. Like, yeah. what? And then I had a friend that was like, you know, being attracted to a man doesn't mean you're not also still attracted to women. And I was like, oh my god, did I just get a women's study degree? Like, <laughs> 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 but, um, Never had straight sex, and it does. I do think about it, um, but I think I'm saving that for when I get out of like a really serious relationship, and I and I need to go crazy. Okay. Then I'll sleep with a man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you look so concerned. Well, I've had sex with a man, unfortunately. Yeah. <sighs> Long time ago. Um, not much to write home about. I know, I know. I mean, it was fun. The reason that I'm thinking about this is because I recently texted Connor and was like, does the penis get hot <laughs> when erect? I read this at work, by the way. <laughs> and then I almost said it to someone at work and I was like, if this person doesn't want to hear this, then this is sexual harassment. Yeah. So I would often imagine. the things I send you could be sexual harassment. I would if imagine we that it probably gets slightly warmer because it has blood flow in it. Yeah. Anything with blood flow is going to be warmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But... You've had plus. I think I've I've heard people be like a nice hot. I love cock. that I'm your penis oh. friend. Like yeah. who is a penis? Connor. Connor has a penis. Connor's got a penis. Connor's got a penis, well, and I can't ask him about you it. You have had sex with a strap on before. No. Never received. No. Okay. I've never had sex with a so strap on. I oh my god. But who <laughs> has sex? You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. I love sex. Anyway, um, that's what Connor and I don't relate on. I'm like, no, because Connor and I relate on it. We'll be like, stress. Sex is stressful. It's very stressful. I think it's so fun. Anyway, um, probably because you love the person you're having sex with. This is true. I'm having a lot of sex with people that I ultimately don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and at that point, you're really just like, is it doing it for you? All right. Well, I'm getting tired. Wait. <laughs> Okay, I'm convinced that my inability to have... I don't know. (laughs) I think that it's weird to be perceived for that in that way for that amount of time. And, like, you're supposed to be, like, relaxed and, like, let loose. And you're like, no, I'm not wearing a shirt right now. This is so stressful. Okay, wait, but circling back to the penis thing, I think that you... My recommendation to you, and do what you will, but I would recommend that you find um, a trans mask or non-binary or woman who right. wants to wear a strap and then do that rather right. than a cis male penis because let me tell you right. those deflate you know it doesn't yeah is a, is a strap on this is great advice they do deflate I know. maybe and you can't get pregnant from into a little hole that makes it so deflate, true. it's true because i've never been on birth control that's a boys club but i'm not a part of birth control yeah ever ever because my mom ob so you think oh i have so much access to birth control but 
I came out at 16, so my mom was like, you don't need birth control. Yeah. And I have always had a complicated relationship with my weight, and so I was like, I'm not going on birth control. Yeah, it'll, it it'll add weight. Yeah, it makes you gain yeah. a little weight, because I think it kind of simulates pregnancy in a way. Yeah. Which it, is why... It heightens it, your estrogen levels, and... So you gain a little bit, like... I Because I was on it in college, briefly, on the pill, and I was like, this is making me really wacky, but it was like, no, you're just closeted and in love with someone... That's why you're depressed. Oh my God. <laughs> but I'm sure the pill. If didn't I got help. on the pill, the pill would tell me that too. <laughs> but definitely, I would. I would avoid a penis, a, a live one in the flesh, if you could. Yeah. Well, the thing for me is whenever I'm like, oh, should I have sex with a man? Then I remember like how soft women are, and I'm like, why would I do that? Yeah. Yeah, and they smell good. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh my God, men don't have tits. Yeah. What? Okay, that's oh oh the last boys club I'm not a part of staying friends with my ex, which is very. I'm definitely not a part of that boys. Literally club. most queer women I know that's like the that's the thing is they're like we're always friends with our exes always friends with our exes I would consider three people to be exes of mine one was more a situation ship but we're definitely not friends Mm -hmm. my I guess first and only ex-girlfriend if she ran into the street on me today would try to hit me okay Ugh. I know and then my ex-boyfriend was at a party with my brother's best friend in Chicago Ew. like a few months ago and was talking about me he was like ever since I dated Jesse every girl I've dated has turned out to be a lesbian and I was like honey that's not my fault yeah you didn't um hex him yeah <laughs> we didn't even have sex I'm like no yeah no. Damn. it's not my fault you married a woman and now she's a lesbian <gasps> So, wait, I feel like I don't like to be friends with my ex. One of them is an idiot. And then, but then also, okay, one of my exes I feel like holds up a mirror to me where I have to look at my deepest flaws and see all the things that are wrong with me. And I just, I'm not always in the mood to. And it's like, actually, I'm just going to be the villain in your story. You're not wrong. It's okay to be the villain in your story. It is okay to be the villain. Yeah, you tell me that sometimes and it makes me feel better. It's true. Everyone is living, what's that word that is like, there's literally a word for it, or it's like everyone is like living in complex human experience. Life. And (laughs) that's the word is life. And it's okay for people to fucking hate your guts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, like, not being friends with my exes is a great thing. I think I'm just a lot to lose. And people can oh, handle that. Oh, yeah, you are. Yeah, people yeah, can you are. That. So they go crazy, and I'm like, actually, I don't have time for that. I have, um, I have, so I'm not going to count the one boy I dated. Well, I dated some boys in high school. They're, we, we're, like, friendly, but that's high school. That doesn't yeah, count. No. Um, the one boy I dated in college, we aren't, we don't speak. But you do see his friends a lot. Do I? Well, that one time. are people always like, did you? Do you oh, know? I did <laughs> run into some people that were like, do you know so-and-so? And I was like, yeah, I dated him, which is just going to get funnier. Because my know. voice deepens and I'm like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> yeah, like, he is he gay? Kind of. Um, yeah. Is he married? Uh, no, but I don't know if he's dating anybody or anything. I don't know. He's, I have no idea what's up with him really. But yeah. uh, anyway. Um, he's just like a funny character in my life now as the one boy that I dated before coming out. But, um, my first ex-girlfriend, we're like friendly, but not friend. I wouldn't say we're friends. Like we're not, you know, we talked to the last time we talked on the phone, like right after my birthday. Cause she texted me happy birthday and then we like caught up. But that was the last time I like talked to her for Whoa. a long time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She's like somebody I'm always like, I hope you're doing okay. Yeah. You know, sometimes I'll pet it. I'll send my ex-girlfriend a happy birthday text, but it's just to be petty. Nice. Cause she, the way it started was like the year after I graduated high school. She texted me and was like, Hey, I'm really sorry. I was so shitty. 
And I just, like, never responded because I was like, I yeah. don't care. And then on her birthday, I texted her happy birthday so she knew I still had her number. Nice. And I was like, okay, obviously I'm not over it. Okay, I know. It's so <laughs> But now I don't, I don't care. It's hard to move on. But, yeah, so she's, we're, like, fine. My most recent ex, I don't think will ever talk to me again. I mean, if they saw me on the street, they would. Yeah murder me i think in cold blood and my other ex austin is one of my good buddies and that's a really sweet thing because austin and i dated in college no after college um for a bit and then he has since also come out as trans and so now we have a very nice relationship of being boys together um which is really special to me um he also lives in new york which is great but that's that's it feels like a very rare case it is weird that people would want any of the three of us to literally die. And I know I just said the thing about the villain, but also both of you just identified someone that would that like is not Westboro Baptist Church that would kill you on the streets. <laughs> so it's like, and it is as someone that knows both of you very well. I think it's insane to know either of your hearts and wish you were dead. So I think that's, I I I don't. I think it's valid in my in my case, but for me, no. She's but, just like a crazy. Do you think she'd ever listen to this? No. And we, can, <laughs> we can cut it out, too. No, it's all I cut it out. And we, and so, I don't care. The boys are probably going to be me and Connor's moms. <laughs> and Maddie, maybe. Dead. Yeah, no. And honestly, it's fine because um, I think it's important to air out um, beef people have with you. All right, is it time for boys clubs that I am a part of? Yeah, sure yes. is. Sure is. Okay. We should be the police of our podcast and be like, time to move on <laughs> every time. <laughs> no, honestly, this has been so good. Yeah. All right, Jesse, let us know. Okay, so boys clubs I was a part of. Okay, so the first one that came to mind was Theater Kids, which is a boys club I have tried to run out of my entire life, but I cannot escape it. I, I felt it. really bad the other night because... When, at Metropolitan yeah. Bar when that guy was like another theater person and I was like oh damn yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like you were a theater major right and I wasn't but I was like oh, yeah, I mean I, I essentially was yeah and it's and I don't want to say that I I don't dislike theater kids many I don't of my like theater kids. very close friends all hail from theater no. and like no they do I'm gonna push back behind on behind every comic is a bit of a theater kid no oh I disagree I actually disagree, and here's what I'm gonna say. Ooh, maybe not straight people. Okay, I, I think, think it. I think that there are two types of comics, and it is people who did theater and people who did not. Perhaps I, I believe that. Wait, which actually. one would you put me into? You did theater. No. But you I wouldn't... went to college to be an actor, and then you stopped. Okay? I went to college to drink, and then I <laughs> you could do that in the theater. Are you kidding me? I think that theater people now in the world, like now, like after college, whatever, yeah. the difference to me between like theater people and comics is that theater people are so fucking annoying. Yeah. Well, yes. so yeah, so I've, I've run away from being a theater kid because in, in high school fully embraced it totally. It was all I did. It, it was, I went to such a big high school that there were so many people doing it that I could still be the alt girl of the theater scene. Like I was like, wait, Jesse Ballard, the alt girl of the theater the scene. The alt girl of the theater She's scene. She's theater, but alt. <laughs> but when I went to college and I was doing theater, I hated a lot of the people that I was around, like I didn't like going to the parties. Like I just, everyone was talking about each other or like the roles they wanted. And I was like, I don't like this. I want to talk about ideas. I want to talk about like, I want to talk about mm-hmm. current events. Like I want to, I don't want to talk about us. Yeah. I want to talk about the world. You're and like, how what's we're going on in Iraq? Like right now. Come on, debate, tell me. And yeah, I'm scared. Nobody ever could. 
Wait, yeah. that is beautiful. Yeah. So that's why I left, and that's why I love writers, is because, like, all they do is, like, it's try to analyze shit. the world around them and, like, express emotions. And, mm. and I think, obviously, like, I... Trust me, I'll go to a Broadway show and I will sob and I will think about all of the hard work that every single one of those people <laughs> has put in to oh get God. to Broadway because I know what it is and I will be like, you did it. <laughs> but when I got a call back to do musical improv, I was like, this is everything I've run away from my entire life. Yeah. So I am like, yeah. Mm. Just the word callback makes me like a little bit hard. I know. It <laughs> is a little bit So like, I would consider, this is what I... So I never was a theater kid because I got cut from the musical in into middle the school. Woods and, junior. I, and I, thank you for knowing that, Connor. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I was an Into the Woods junior, but we I all didn't were. Get cut. Mm. But I was. I, the, oh, I, I, was the I got steward, to rap about that because I can't sing. Brother got cut. Steward is what they give a boring person. Okay. Okay. Well, so, <laughs> so I think that there's a lot of comics who did theater growing yes. up. That makes sense. But there, there are people who are still theater kids, and yes. there are people who have like you Shut and it. you. Shed that, and you're just left. Like, kept left the, the church. Kept the confidence. Yes, it's it's very yes. raised Catholic, but not anymore. Vibes. Yeah. It's like I was. I have that community, and I have that in me. But it's like, I took you guys skills. have stage presence. Yeah. yeah, you guys have great stage presence. You guys know how to speak, and like you know how to use. You know how to play to your abilities in in a great way, both of you. And I think that about like Michael Aber and stuff like that. Michael's a little bit of a theater guy still, but like Yeah. But like other people that you see get up that are just like theater kids, you're like, Oh, there's actually no substance behind what you're saying. You've just you've always recited someone else's lines and you don't know how to make your own. Yeah. I feel like when a theater person talks to you, they're like Okay, hello. Hello, yeah. gorgeous. How are, wait, am I, being, am I being homophobic? No, you're allowed <laughs> Hello, gorgeous. To... <laughs> it's like, oh, what are we doing right now with these eyebrows? And it's just yeah. like, can you just talk to me like a person? Yeah. There's a lot of energy in a theater kid in their normal, everyday life that I can't handle. Yeah. Like, that's what it was. It's like, you need that on stage. Like, if you're going to do eight shows a week, like, you need that energy. But if yeah. we're having breakfast, you don't need to be on. Right? Oh, I say it all the time. Can't turn themselves off. Some wait, are we gonna cut this? Mm-hmm. Always on a ten, mm-hmm. yeah. and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I need us to be on a four right now. I know, yeah, and like, some people don't understand those levels, and and again, like the boys out there that do theater, I love you and I support you. Yeah, and I but you am are a faggot. theater kid. Yeah. <laughs> like it fully is a club I'm still a part of. Like I still read who got nominated for an Oscar. I have a um, a neck. What's it called? A necklace that literally has a red quote on it. Like that's a theater. <laughs> is kid. it? Will you be my candle? Um, or will you light? No, it's really I'm not dark, a prostitute. It? Um, it's yeah, it's dark. It says, um, God, what does it say? Um, I can't control my destiny. My only goal. I can't control my destiny. I trust my soul. My only goal is just to be. And my parents gave it to me for my third sober anniversary. Wow. Which and is, it makes me... I thought it was coming like, up. Yes. I first I thought it was really gay. And then it was like, it actually looks like I'm in prison. It's like, <laughs> necklaces are either gay or you're in prison. Okay. Like, and so in some cases, right both. Feels both. Feels both. Feels both. And that would be Connor. My yes. necklace says Go Piss Girl. Go Piss Girl. Go Piss Girl. Go Piss Girl. Thank you. Love the shirt. Um, oh my god. Okay, what's another what's another voice? Oh, okay. Sorry, is this not, let me pull this back for you guys. Oh no, I'm it's so fine. sorry. No, I'm just tangled perfect. in my own misery. <laughs> we both went sad. <laughs> oh, okay. Another boys' club being a stoner in high school. Oh, which is its own boys' club, and totally. it's funny because that's a good one. I my smoking weed experience is very tied to my theater experience, which is hilarious. Because mm-hmm. the first time I ever smoked weed was at a 
after party cast of party. a cast party. Okay. No, the oh. after party of a cast party. Well, what was the show? Um, we were doing Studio One Acts. So okay. they were like directed by the seniors. It was my first year, or maybe, no, I think it was my second year in a Studio One Act. Because I think my friends were seniors. I was a junior. Or was I a sophomore? I don't know. But it was after a party. And one kid, my friend Tanner... Smoked like nine of us always out. Tanner. Always a Tanner. Always a fucking Tanner. And Tanner was gay. Is gay. Always gay. Yeah. Tanner's. I can think of so many gay Tanners. I know. Great guy. Um, smoked us all out. I think I took one puff of weed and was like insane. We were like running around this neighborhood. It's insane that we didn't get caught. Like we were being so loud. Yeah. Um, and then by my senior year of high school, I was like buying my own weed and. My house, my senior high school, my family's house was being sold, but it did not sell for like a whole year. So it was empty. So we would go to my my house and smoke weed because nobody lived in it. Like having to buy weed as a high schooler, like my dealer would, my dealer was another high schooler who would sell me weed in the high school sports parking lot. Whoa. And I was like, this isn't safe. There are cops here. And he was like, yeah, but we all know where this is. And I was like, we all know where everything is. This yeah. town is oh small. We also have maps. but Literally. But like, there was so little to do in Indiana because everything closed at 9 p.m. that mm. all we had was smoking weed behind the Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> oh, no, that's such a, that is the saddest thing. That's all we had. And high school theater. Wow. That was all I was. And show choir. The Midwest no, baby. By senior year, I was done with show choir. Because they did the 9-11 set. And I was oh, like, you like, are ridiculous. Yeah, that's... Oh, my God. Also, I was like, I'd rather smoke weed than be yelled at by a man in his 30s. Weed always made me really paranoid. I did get paranoid as a high schooler because, like, it was illegal. But yeah. for me, there was always a girl I wanted to kiss who was smoking weed. So Aww. I made it work. Yeah, totally. <laughs> made it work. I wish... Every time I see you and Issa smoking, mm-hmm. I'm like, God damn, I want to be that cool. I want to be able to smoke. It's not cool. I mean, I've definitely damaged my lungs. Well, that's... So I don't... So let me be clear. I don't want to regularly smoke because I don't want to damage my lungs. But I feel like a goober when you guys are smoking and I'm like, "Mm, I'm going to take my little gummy. Yeah, yeah. Because I can't smoke. I wish I could roll. It's the most embarrassing thing about me. Like, It's kind of impressive that you can't consider how much you smoke. I know. And I started smoking at like 16 and I can't roll. It's because there's always been someone rolling for me. And I would much rather feel like a princess than be the king true am i a bottom and that's on gender (laughs) (laughs) oh no (laughs) and that's on the pod (laughs) um i and i don't like doing things i'm bad at and i would be bad at rolling yeah do you have any other boy sculpture part um the only two that feel like important to mention are i do still bite my nails which is terrible i pick mine I pick mine yeah, too. Yeah, I pick mine too, pick but I also off. bite them. Is biting bad for your nails or your teeth? Both. Okay. It's it's really bad for your nails because the bacteria in your mouth is different than the bacteria in your hands, oh. and it can start to like, like I I will get little like ouchies in my nails because mm. of the bacteria from my mouth, and it's also gross. Like I shouldn't be doing it, but it's such a habit, and I can't break yeah. it. Yeah, I it's pick a my nails. horrid habit. It's a horrid habit. Do you know I from? love the Parent Trap. Oh my god. Yes. But I loved watching that. It's a Aquaman. horrid habit. What did I send you to finishing school or camp? Wait, we're so many. <laughs> it's a horrid habit. A horrid Isn't she talking about biting nails? Yeah, because because she doesn't bite her nails, but the other one does. But she was like, "Oh my god, I have to hide it because we're twins." Mildred, I can't. 
I don't always associate you as like a gay man who like I don't know how to say this. Like you know how there's pop culture gay men? Yes. And I'm like, I don't always associate you with that. And then you'll pull shit out. And I'm like, oh, right. Connor's a gay man. You know what I mean? There are certain movies to me that I'm like, those are the most important movies. You'll like Parent mention Trap. like movies, pop stars, things like that. And I'm like, I forget. Right. You're a gay man. Well, people that are queer are always on the pulse. We have I, to be. I feel so off the pulse. <laughs> I feel so off the pulse. Yeah, but you're no, on the I pulse in like... some ways. Like you're really fashionable. Wait, you do. I almost. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm blushing. <laughs> that just made my day. I've never, I've never thought of myself as fashionable. That's really nice. Thank yeah. you. No, you last looked, night you had a. You looked fit. great last night. Thank you. I, I purposely, I thought that was a nice fit that I had. On yeah, that. actually, so. but usually. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's also helped knowing who I am and how I would like to present myself to the world. It's super important. Has been very helpful because all growing up, I was like. Obviously, I was like, I don't like any of these clothes. I don't know how to dress like a girl. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, I just don't know how to dress like a girl. I don't know what to wear. I was just very much copying what everybody else did in a way that's like now I'm like somewhat I like pay attention to fashion trends, but it's very like, this is what I want to wear and this is what I like, you know, but like, um, I thrift a decent amount. I don't shop often because I just don't have the money, but, um, I don't know if this is embarrassing, but Urban Outfitters always has like nice stuff that I feel like that shirt I wore last night is from Urban Outfitters, Mm -hmm. which feels very like do I go to NYU? Am I 22 years old? You know what I mean? Well, but what like, I'll do is I'll do a lap around Urban and then I'll go to the thrift store and be like, okay, this is what they're trying to recreate. Yeah. <laughs> and then fix stuff truly, that yeah. And I do a lot of like, I go to Beacon's Closet a lot because that's mm. where I can afford to shop. And the one over here is really stuff. nice. It's huge. And it's, I, I found I a bunch of drop stuff. some stuff on there. The, 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 the like gold, um, or like the like corduroy jacket I have oh, is from yeah. Beacon's Closet. The, the green jacket I have is from Beacon's Closet. Yes. That's um, iconic. Yeah. yeah. It makes your eyes. Thank you. And then the there's like a green mock neck that I haven't worn in a while. I wear it to one of our boys club shows and that's from Beacon's Closet. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love shopping secondhand because yeah. we truly just have too many, too much clothing waste. Yeah. So it's like I would rather shop as well. And also it's cheaper. So that's way better. Yeah. But um, thank you because I feel very, yeah, truly all growing up clothes were so stressful for me because I was like, I feel like I was always copying what like other girls were wearing. And, but then that would make me like two seasons behind in like the trends yeah. you know what i mean like i'd get like i'd go through an entire like season being like oh everybody's wearing fry boots and then like the next year i'd be like i guess i should ask for fry boots for christmas and then nobody's wearing them anymore and i'm like, great i'm glad i have these stu- and also ew that's like so southern culture like those fucking i dress boots. so southern like i <laughs> used to wear most spray top siders boat shoes mm-hmm. yeah and i would wear like pastels people were wearing sparrows in indiana too yeah but I remember my brother was like, you know that someone's rich if they have Sperry's. <laughs> and I was like... Those are big in the South. Boat shoes, like wallabies and, and... Well, it's funny because in Indiana, like, we don't have a coast, but we have lake. And lake yeah. culture is so Southern. Yeah. Lake culture, they listen to country music. Everyone has cowboy hats. Like, it is a Indiana Southern is very get. much a Southern place in my mind. Like, it's yeah. not in the South. It's got a little Midwest in it, but I associate it a lot with, like, Kentucky. Oh, that in Ohio. makes me so sad. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Kentucky is the worst state in the country, but... I lived in uh, Indiana for a year and a half as, oh, a, as a child. Yeah. yeah. Now, Indiana loves to pretend it's everything, but I Indiana. went to the dunes one time. In oh, Indiana? Oh, yeah. Indiana dunes? Yeah. I've been, to a, I've been to a lake, like a beach, like a lake beach, whatever uh-huh. you call those, in Indiana one time. Yeah. yeah. They love to pretend that they have stuff going on there, yeah. but uh, it's a lot of agriculture. Yeah. <laughs> And people smoking weed behind the Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. If you're ever in Indiana, check behind the Buffalo Wild Wings. There are teens. <laughs> With weed. With weed. Probably <laughs> bad weed, but they, they've they got are. it. Yeah. And they are making the best of it. Hell yeah. 
Okay, there's only one final boys club I'm a part of that feels necessary to mention. Okay. And we did talk about it at the beginning of the pod, but I live with eczema, have my entire life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it is a club because every time I find somebody else who has eczema, like the moment of sheer joy about us connecting over it is always so beautiful. Yeah. Like the first one was Julia Zen. I know. And the way it happened. She has eczema. She has eczema. And the way she... Out everyone right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got the names. <laughs> But the way that she told me was she gave me hand sanitizer and I was putting it on and then she gave me lotion. And I was like, oh. And she was like, yeah, I noticed you have eczema. I have eczema. And I was like, you have eczema? And then we were like, <laughs> so sweet. we both scratched really nice. until we bled and then we touched our shoulders together. <laughs> I don't have eczema, but I had ringworm. Does that count? No. <laughs> no, I let it count because I had... I wanted to count. It should you, count. Would you still have ringworm? Can't you get rid of that? Shouldn't you get rid of that? <laughs> Wait, I should. No, 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 no. No, that would be a tape. A taper makes you skinny. Ringworm makes you rashy. And those are different. How do you get rid of a ringworm? You go to the doctor and then he says you, you have, have ringworm. Oh my God. You have to have insurance. This yeah. is what I... I'm always talking about my rashes. Oh. I think I try to talk about it to normalize it around... Because I've been self-conscious about it my whole life. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't wear short sleeves in high school because I had rashes on my arms. Yeah. So, I like, I was always in a turtleneck in the summer. People were like, girl. I was like, you don't want to know. But I talk about it so much to, like, normalize it. To be like, yeah, I'm just, like, super rashy. So, people yeah. can't attack me with it because I've already put it out there. Well, that would be so mean. Well, yeah. but I've I- never noticed you rashy before. Yeah, I don't think it's as uh, as noticeable as you think. I, it is. Well, we all look at ourselves and are of like, course, "Of course, of course." Must be able to me with my gap teeth. You're like, you both are like, it didn't even. See, I can't I, even see it from over there. Now I know. That's all I'm thinking about. I know, but it has been nice because the more I talk about it, the more people around me are like, "Oh, I have eczema. I have eczema actually on my eyelids right now," and I'll be like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. So I have like built a community by talking about it so much, That's so no beautiful. one can use it against me. That's beautiful, Jesse. What is a boys' club that you would like to see in the world? Okay. The boys club that I would like to see in the world. I wish they had like a boys and girls club, but for young adults and old people. I want a buddy system to pair me with an old woman to be friends with. Yes, like a mentor. Yeah, like I want a mentor. I want someone I can call when like I don't know how to put out the fire. You should should do AA. They'll give you that. Ooh. They give you a sponsor, but they should have sponsors. No, but I, I don't want it to be. People. Yeah, no, I want like a, I want like a buddy system. I want a woman who lives on the Upper West Side who has so much free time. Yeah. who can like we can go shopping together. Somebody who's not your mom and like yeah. doesn't have that kind of stake is it in your like life. related to me, but like invested in. She'll me. be like, this is my government assigned buddy. <laughs> yes, that. that's what I want. Wow, that's a great one. Yeah, that's what I want, and like. Men, women, non-binaries, like, we all get one. You can choose what, what kind of person. And, like, I don't want someone who is, like, in an old folks' home. Like, I, they need to be spry. Yeah. We're, we're taking walks around the park. Yeah. But, like, someone I can go to the theater with when my collabor is busy. Yeah. You know? I'm picturing Elaine Stritch. Do you know oh, I, of course. Actually. That's your old person. No, Elaine Stritch is dead. kind of crazy. Is she dead? She's totally dead. Is she? Fully dead. She's was listening crazy. to the pod right now. Dad. She's up in she's in the walls. Um, she's the ghoul that haunts his apartment. Yes. No, I definitely shit. want like an old woman to like just shoot the shit with. I want to hear some stories. Yeah. I want them to take me to the parts of New York that I will never see. And then I could do the same for them. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna take an old woman to like mood ring or yeah. And she'll take you to Gramercy. 
Yes. Yeah, she's, she's got Columbus keys to that circle. park. She's got keys to Gramercy oh. Park. Yeah. And she's taking you inside. Yes. I that's that's Wait, the boys the club Broad I wish City Park. Oh, that, is that at Gramercy? That's Gramercy Park. I yeah. love that episode or that. that My friend intro. lives right around there, and it's insane. Every time I go to her apartment, because I like peek over the gates. Yeah. And I'm like, what's it like? Have you seen that episode of Broad City yes, when yes. they're like they literally save the man's life, and he's like, actually, I can't let you in here. I'm like, that is so genius. And it sums that up so perfectly. Yeah. I've never realized that was in Gramercy. Yeah, I um, that's a great idea. I would love that too. I think about that a lot too for like queer people, especially. It's like yeah. I need to see an older trans man to be like, "Am I gonna be okay for the rest of yeah. my life?" I still I know get... what this looks like at twenty, but like, what does this look like when I'm fifty and well, have kids or whatever? Yeah. I still get giddy, giddy when I see a queer couple on the street. Me too. Like I'm still like. <gasps> Oh my god! Because like growing up in Indiana, growing up in the South, like you just didn't see that yeah. ever. No. And I want, I would love an older gay person to tell me like what it was like when they had to like, when it was like, yeah, you had to wear like a certain color, or you you knew a girl was gay because of like this little look, and then be like, oh, I know a girl's gay now because they wear Carhartt. My boys <laughs> teacher John Ray in Philly when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. When I this was like when I was like gay but not out, but like gay like maybe out. I think I was bi. And we all went he, through that. Yeah. And he was like, Do you want me to introduce you to older gay men? And I was like, Do you think I feel I'm a sexual. Fucking... Totally. And I was like, Especially with gay men. Totally. Yeah. And I was like, Do you that's... think I'm a fucking loser? But now I'm like, Oh, I kind of get what he was saying. But was I, like I don't think teens should have this, but young adults. Yeah. Because young adults are aware enough of the world to not get groomed, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. But also, like, I, I, I still feel so young and so unknowing about so many things yeah like i want an old person that isn't my mom and i love my mom obviously but i sometimes i'm like i don't want to have to talk about this thing like i want someone out of the loop of everything that i can just call and be like taxes yeah what the hell yeah or just like my dad maybe and like being able to be like really raw and i mean like that's kind of like your therapist in a lot of ways but like and i do feel like i have that but i also want to like be able to like I guess I'm br- I am honest with my therapist in a way, but it's also like we're it feels a little bit business. And I I know what you mean. I yeah. want a little bit more like spunk to it. Yeah, I not with like, not with them, but like with someone. And even like drinking, like I want to drink with an old person yeah. and just be like, yeah, like how strong was weed when you were a kid? Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Well, boys, do you have anything else? I had an amazing time. Thank God. I mean, she <laughs> is just a fucking pro. Uh, Jesse, thank you so much for being on. <laughs> thank you, boys. I love you. But I know um, I love you. I love, I love you too. You. This is this was lovely. Do you um, mean it? Yes. I yeah. love you. I love you. This is every day. I'll be like, I love you, and he's like, Do you hate me? And I'm like, I just told you I love you. Okay. <laughs> people, there are people in this city that would die to hear me tell them I love them, yes. and I tell it to yeah. you every day. I know, and he's ungrateful. <laughs> no, I love you. So I know it. All right, on three. One, One, two, two, three. That was actually the best kiss yet, too. (laughs) Hey, boys. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on socials? You can find me on Instagram at Connor Janda. That's C-O-N-O-R, panda with a J. You can find me at Nico Carney, N-I-C-O, Carney, C-A-R-N-E-Y. You can follow both of us at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. We have a monthly show at Club Coming, last week of the month. Uh, if you're in New York City, you better come hang out, come part, be part of the club. Okay, see you soon, boys. XOXO. Bye.